Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. Now, we're here to talk about a song. We're here to talk about, <laughs> who knows, judging by the last uh, 20 episodes. So, hey, what's happening here? Yeah, I got my piano today. I was thinking, I was wondering uh, if I'm ever going to do this podcast podcast episode featuring that song. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, welcome along today, folks. We've got a a big show planned today. Um, If this is your first time here, thanks so much for checking it out. Um, Song and a chat. Yeah, you probably had a look at the show notes, I I presume, and, and you'll see that uh, you've got a songwriter. You read. You've got a songwriter here, uh, and um, I'm going to have a chat. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And you will hear some music. Yeah, I tell you what. I'm just going to put you in the picture. It is winter in Melbourne, Australia, um, and it is a little bit chilly out in my studio tonight. But that's all good because. Um, I don't know, when I shut my eyes and start talking, I sort of imagine myself, here we go, on a, on a stage somewhere, maybe there's some red curtains behind me, and, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a crowd. Now, optimistically speaking, there's a crowd uh, gathered around, wanting to hear some music, wanting to hear a bit of a chat, yeah? And uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Now, today's song um, is called... I'm just looking at the book... <laughs> Yeah, I did my homework. Uh, Walk by the river. I gave it away early because... Normally I have a bit of a build-up, don't I? I like to build it up to what the song's going to be. But this week, I'll let you know it's going to be Walk by the River. And as I was just saying, I wanted to let you know the title because that is a sort of place... When I walk by the river, that is a place I associate with a very, very peaceful time. All right, not hard to imagine. Uh, the rivers I'm thinking about mainly, uh, I say mainly um, because the rivers I'm thinking about are in New Zealand, uh, where I was born and where I spent the first period of my life. And um, I've since come over to Melbourne to live in 97, I think it was. And there's a couple of rivers have got under my skin, so to speak, here. So uh, maybe we might talk a little, give you a little bit of a snapshot of about a, a few rivers. Yeah, maybe I should do that, eh? Hang on, I'm, I'll just move this microphone over a little bit. Okay, we're back. Now this song I'm playing here came from the same time as I uh, wrote the Walk by the River song. And... Uh, I was living like a hippie at the time. <laughs> well, I was thinking like a hippie. And uh, things I was doing were... Things like, incidentally, that was the first track of my album, Eridanus River Music, which was composed just as I was playing it. It was composed um, just off the cuff, yeah? And, and I, I just sort of sat down and played 
45 minutes worth of piano that turned out to be a very good thing to have done having sold thousands of albums very good pretty handy that's not why i did it um i'm, I'm in a roundabout way i'm sort of getting into the into the flow tonight aren't i um now what, what was i talking about gosh there we go yeah river music right there so rivers, river. What was I doing, living like a hippie? Well, I was reading a lot of Tolkien. I was listening to uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Um, I was teaching some very uh, some good friends how to how to go fly fishing, and I was you know, just having a, a generally chilled out time. And I was very lucky to have been taken into a, a house with a couple of lovely ladies who. Um, they, they took me under their wing, and I've, I've touched on this in a previous episode. And it was there that I wrote the song, Walk by the River. And walking by the river is something I used to do a lot on the Manawatu River. Great name, isn't it? Manawatu in Palmerston, North New Zealand. Uh, and this is a beautiful river, uh, really quite full of trout. And um, it's just a peaceful quite a large river it, it doesn't meander it, it really makes a statement through the Manawatu plains and it comes close to the city and it had a big effect on me as a kid because I lived on the other side of town and we didn't have a car and as I say that river had trout and I really wanted to go fishing for those trout but I was too young to get going I tell you what, as soon as, as soon as I was old enough I was on my bike and I was across town and I was down there fishing um, as my father did before me, and my grandfather did before him as well. So it, there's a bit of fair bit of history down there, and I have walked down that path and fished with my old mate Paul Dredge from New Zealand. If you're listening, Digger, you might even be down there listening now. Well, I hope you are. Okay, maybe um, if you've uh, yeah, just enjoy that peace and serenity. We all got spots like those. All right, I'm going to take you for a walk by the river by playing the song. Here we go. A walk by the river without further ado. Birds singing in the rain and music to my city weary ears. The country sound is saying, as we just just disappear. I could finally hear in your arms. I could try laying out my charms. I could think of all the love that I can give it. I could just go for a walk by the river. No more living in the pain Brains of a chocolate fish Never, never, never again Cause I got a peaceful wish I could finally lean in your arms I could try laying on my charms I could think of all the love that I could give you I could just go for a walk by the river Strange birds been looking on the lids A bold box cooking on a broken down stove And a run down kitchen wondering what I did The last wooden spoon 
never ever giving up on a slowly changing dream. Only ever filled my cup with only so much cream. I could finally in your arms. I could try laying on my charms. I could think of all the love that I could give. I could just go on a walk by the river. I listen to the river and I talk to the river. Listen to the river. Well, this、uh, that we song just took me right back to. The Manawatu River, where I was、uh, fly fishing quite often, or spinning as they call it, or just simply walking along and soaking it all up. Hope you enjoyed walk by the river.、Um, I did. It's nice to listen back to these old demos, and gee, it, it's amazing how it just transports you. I made a couple of notes、uh, as I as I was listening with you about some things that sort of popped into mind, and what popped into my mind、um, was comfortable in my own skin. Well. Yeah, I think for the first time, maybe in my life,、um, I was coming to a sense of who I was, sort of standing on my own, standing on my own two feet. Yeah, making making more of a sense of ah,、oh, yes, just yeah, a whole, a whole person, I guess, and not relying on feeling like I had to be with someone else. Yeah. Funnily enough, as soon as I decided that was the case, that was when I met my <laughs> future wife. <laughs> There you go. It was a big year, actually. It was a big year that I wrote this. It was not for me. It's a big year. It was nineteen ninety six. There you go.、Uh, looking at the date here, do we have a date? No,、nah, just nineteen ninety six. And、um, yeah, it was it was the last song I wrote in New Zealand. There you go. That was fairly momentous, wasn't it? So I was about to embark on this journey to Melbourne. So it wasn't a bad time to sort of feel comfortable and comfortable in my own skin, was it? Yeah.、Um, uh, what else have we got there? Yeah, coming to a sense of myself. There you go.、Um, I think what we're going to do now, folks, is just have a look at the lyrics. Hang on. Okay, I'm saying hang on a bit. Sorry about that. It's because I've moved the microphone around. I'm just getting used to sitting at the piano and talking on the mic, and、uh, it's good fun. I tell you, I'm, I'm going to enjoy playing this piano more as we go along. For now, let's talk about the words. Burns Ave, Palmerston North. There you go. That was where I was staying.、Uh, birds singing in the rain. Well, that's a nice. That's a nice image, isn't it? I, I, I really am in touch with nature. I, I'm, I'm an optimistic sort of bloke, and I tend to. If it's a rainy day, I'm going to look for the the birds out there in the rain, hearing them sing,、um, and、uh, I've grounded the song in something real straight away with a lyric. I often do that. Something I've discovered. Okay,、uh, so the birds singing in the rain are music to my city weary ears. They're like a bird songs, like an antidote to the noise of all the man-made sounds that are all around us. Look, we do a lot of fantastic things as humans, but I think we one thing we we're not aware of that we do we make a lot of noise pollution. Well, we're we're aware of it, but I don't think we're quite as aware of how much of an effect we are having on nature in general with our noise, and、um, also on our for ourselves in the city. I think I think it has a profound effect. There you go. I think I think we need to think about what we're surrounding ourselves with. Uh, particularly in terms of what we're hearing. 
just because you can't see it's not important right <laughs> okay uh, the country's sound is saying here's where your stress disappears so the the bird calls calling me back to the country yeah and i could find that laying in your arms i could try now laying on my charms i could think of all the loving i could give you or i could just go for a walk by the river so there we go that's another sort of call isn't it i'm, I'm hearing the call of something uh, some sort of relationship call there and um, i could do those things i could try to lay on my charms <laughs> it's quite yeah, quite assured of me to be thinking that um or yeah i could just go for a walk by the river and nine times out of ten what i did is i went for a walk by the river it's been really great for me to walk by the river you're getting the picture aren't you okay no more living in um pain the brains of a chocolate fish what's that about well, in New Zealand, there's a classic old, um, brilliant lolly, we used to call them, uh, and it is a chocolate fish. And what it is is a marshmallow-shaped object in the shape of a fish, obviously, dipped in chocolate, and <laughs> it is pretty good. And that, that's that's like an old memory I've got. Um, we used to get them as a kid, and, uh, and, and that taste just takes you back as well so there you go uh never never again because i've got a peaceful wish so no more living in numb pain i've, I've given away the tri- trials and tri- well i think tri- hopefully i've given away all the trials and tribulations of tangled relationships where i haven't really been sure of myself and i'm going forward now this is a new me this is what i'm presenting and i could lay it i could um find it laying in your arms and laying on my chars but no i'm going to go for a walk by the river see what see what else i can find okay Here's a strange bridge. I, I, there's something about... I, I, I admit it. It was a weird turn. I'll, I'll share the chords here. What was I doing with it? Oh, no, no. I'll do the chords in a minute. Come on, Peter. Focus. We're doing the we're doing the lyrics. All right. Well, the lyrics are weird enough. Something about New Zealand and Australia. I think we do tend to put in some unusual bridges in our music. It's just the way we go. I don't know what it is. I, I like a good bridge. This is a bit strange. Uh, the words are a bit strange. A strange poet's been looking under lids of old pots cooking on a broken-down stove in a run-down kitchen, kitchen, wondering what I did with a last wooden spoon. Must have chucked it out. <laughs> what was I thinking? I'm going to attempt to let you know now. Well, a strange poet's been looking under lids of old pots cooking on a broken-down stove. Old stove. What I was saying there was I'd been reading a lot of books Um Older books, books of some wisdom, hopefully. Well, they were, they were brilliant old books. And um, the broken old stove was the way I was feeling about society at that particular stage. I feel like we were missing the point of it. I just read these brilliant books. And, and can I tell you, just I just want to take a moment to tell you where those books came from. I was playing a gig at the Wairaki Resort near Taupo in New Zealand. And this gentleman was having dinner and we got chatting and I, and I sort of, you know, he, he bought me a drink and he enjoyed the music I was playing. And while I was having dinner, I, ha- I had a break and sat with him. Fascinating bloke. And he started telling me about some of the books he'd read just out of the blue. And I said, mate, if I could get my hand on just some of those titles, I'll, I'll get him a pen. He said, Look, don't worry, I'll just leave it at reception. There's, I'm, I'm going tomorrow. So I'll leave you a list of um, some books I read. That gentleman, true to his word, left me a page of books and, and just a little note about the, the book what what sort of an effect it had on him and that was an incredible gift 
from him to me. And I, I thank you very much. I have no idea. Charles. Wow. Charles was his name. Oh, there you go. Gee, where did that come from? <laughs> I see where it came from. I've just remembered. I've written a song about it, funnily enough. Um, I might just dig it up. Hang on. And I found it. And what I'm thinking is, I think it deserves a, a podcast episode all to itself. But self, but as a bit of a teaser. Yeah, I'm going to play. I'll, I'll do the first verse because that, that that's where Charles comes in. It goes like this. Say there's a man who comes to visit you one day He's tired but bright And his hair's turning grey Out of the blue he says to you If there was one thing you could wish for What would it be? What would you wish for? What could you say? So there you go. <laughs> Good old Charles. So Charles made a made a, an appearance in tonight's podcast episode. I wasn't expecting that at all, and that that's that's a little bit how we roll here. I love to sort of just find my way um, and and just have some fun and see where it takes me and. And I'm glad I, I was able to relate that to you because that was just a great thing to do. So if you've written some great books and you're th- sort of wondering about this now, thinking, hmm, maybe there's something, maybe someone might be interested, you can bet they're interested. Go and write them down and write a little thing about what, what maybe what effect it had on you. There you go. All right, we're back to, we're back to walking by the river here, believe it or not. This is now the last verse, the words. Uh, but I've never, ever given up. On a slowly changing dream, I've always filled my cup with only so much cream. No, I quite like that. Yeah. So I've never given up on the slowly changing dream. I think, I think we we have it. We start out with a dream, and it doesn't that sort of tie in with that I wish song that I was just doing there about Charles, where if there was one thing you could wish for, what would it be? Yeah, you know, we've all got this big wish, this big dream, perhaps we grow up and and, and it's being put in like Disney movies, you know, when you wish upon a star, that sort of thing. And the, reali- the reality is, I think, in life, as you go through it, your dream is a slowly changing dream, isn't it? You reach goals along the way, but I think maybe that, that that's a, maybe that's kind of happiness, if, if you can allow yourself to have a changing dream and, and enjoy your small victories and not so small victories along the way and, you know, cop the rest on the chin and pick it up. Builds character, sunshine, doesn't it, eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've always filled my cup with only so much cream. So I've, I've allowed myself happiness along the way, but not so, not so that there's too much I'm getting carried away. Yeah, saving something for a rainy day, you want it too carried away? Yeah, that, that's the sort of thinking I was doing there. All right, um, I think what I'll do is I'll just look at the, the uh, song from a, a songwriting point of view for a, a moment. Um, in terms of the chords, I do remember, uh, look, this is their river music time. Yeah, it was the time that I wrote that. The mic stands just in the way of my hand there. That's okay. Uh, the River Music album. And um, 
that was I just sort of let my fingers fall on the keys. I remember doing this. There you go, like. Oh, one right in G, and I didn't. Just wanted it to hang there, and and it just sort of it did, you know. Birds singing in the rain of music to my city weary ears. So went to a minor key briefly. And a, and a counter bass of D there. So it didn't really go anywhere, kind of. And then in the chorus, I just took it somewhere a little bit. I can find a lean in your arms. I can find a lean on my charms. I can think of all the loving I can give it. I could just go for a walk by the river. So all that was was just going to C. And then that counter bass of G with a B. And it sounds almost hymn-like, doesn't it? Yeah. And then back to that minor, briefly, but back to C and G. So it really wasn't going anywhere dramatic until the the big uh, bridge, this bit. And where that came from, why I went to A minor then, was I was thinking in terms of arrangement ahead of time. Yeah, but we always have this thing as a piano play. You sort of, I've touched on this before, you sort of plinkle plonk around, which is nice. And I, I'm so pleased to play the piano. Look, you know, I, I really do am, but I do wish I played the guitar because... That's what I was thinking there. I was thinking some strumming... Strumming acoustic guitar. So, hey, or maybe one day I might record this with my mate Paul. How about that, Digger? What do you think? (laughs) Uh, Incidentally, if you know of song uh, of uh, vocalists out there who are looking for songs, I'm I'd be delighted if people wanted to sing my songs. That that would be that would be great. Uh, People have been playing my songs, my piano songs, which is really really great. I'm really pleased about that and producing uh, sheet music for that. But look, I I have charts, I have chords and lyrics. And if you know if someone's put an album together, needs some songs, I've I've got a few hundred. (laughs) And um, so that's where it came from. The uh, guitar. And that last wooden spoon must have chucked it out. Well, I'm thinking... Maybe, maybe I'm trying to discover more things about myself. And the last wooden spoon I used to make some sort of nice recipe. Yeah, maybe I've lost that at the moment. Maybe I'm just starting to find that sense of self. So, so that that's really what that river song, Walk by the River, is all about. Yeah, finding a sense of self. Um, I, I want to try something else right now. I'm just going to stop the mic again. Hang on. There was an example of just shutting my eyes and just just playing away whatever comes to my fingers. And what I was thinking about was this creek. I did t- say I was going to tell you about a couple of other rivers, and I'm going to tell you about another one now. Uh, this one's called Moore's Creek, and it is a very small creek in a place called Bright in Victoria, Australia. And uh, we were camping beside the river, and um, 
we were visited by a little platypus. Very cool. I tell you what, mate, um, they're an interesting-looking animal. <laughs> they're a lot smaller than you think they're going to be. They're not much bigger than a woolly slipper. You might slip on your foot. Uh, they got a beak. They lay an egg. But they're a mammal. There you go. you got a tail like a beaver. Check them out online. I'm sure you've heard of, heard of them. They're, they're a well-famous animal, aren't they? Well, this little guy, he came and visited and I wasn't there. I was off fishing, <laughs> when you know it. And I came back to camp, and now we camped with a few friends. And everyone said, oh, Pete, Pete, you missed, you missed the uh, platypus. Oh, no, which way did he go? And he said, well, he went upstream. Well, I was gone. Well, nearly I was gone. I looked around, and there was a massive rainstorm about to hit. I could see that. And I thought, no, I'm just going to grab this moment. So I grabbed my jacket, carried on, took a few paces down the river, and boom, down she came. And uh, pretty soon, about 20 meters down, I caught up with this platypus. And it was brilliant. You know, I, I, was just, I was just sort of wandering along. And this little platypus was doing his thing. He was in the little shallows, yeah? Just sort of nosing around there. And he was finding his grubs. And I was casting every now and then. And man, I had a little conversation with him. I admit it. Hey, Mr. Platypus, how are you doing? And uh, he didn't say a lot, but I just... I got the idea. He was comfortable enough. I was occupied. He was occupied. After a while, he went up and under these weeds into the bank. I presume that was where he lived. But it was the coolest episode. Probably only five minutes total, but it will stay with me the rest of my life. And then the very next cast, bang, got a really nice trout on. The biggest trout I've caught in the Little Creek. It's a little tributary to a bigger uh, bigger river there, the Ovens River, Um so there's not that many big fish in there. But I, I think what happened was with the, the rain hitting, it caused a bit of fresh in the water. And that, that tells the trout, they go, hey, now's the time to feed because it's going to get muddy soon. The water's getting muddy. Let's get out and find out oh, what's there. Oh, in fact, there's a very sharp hook, poor old fish. So I, I, I quickly landed this fish and looked at him as beautiful rainbow speckled trout. And I thought, wow, that is so cool. And I held him in the water. Just while he wiggled his tail and he catched it, caught his breath or whatever and recovered and just glided off into the, the depths again. It was pretty cool. And I got one on my next cast as well. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. It was a great time. And the rain suddenly sort of stopped. It, it stopped as suddenly as it started, actually. It was like one of those terrific downpours you get. And uh, I, I went back to camp uh, only about half an hour later and a few smiles looking at me. Yeah, you're a bit damp there, Pasco. Did you? But yeah, I did. Uh, I just had a pretty good time. I might have just seen the platypus. He platypus. He was fishing with me. Really? Yeah, I walked up the river. <gasps> really? Uh, I might have caught a couple of trout. <laughs> so I tell you what, that's about embracing the moment, and that's another time by when I've walked by the river. Okay, speaking of embracing the moment, I just th- th- this little line as a songwriter. You want to grab all those little bits that come your way. I didn't know I was going to do that when I played the piano before, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let that one go. Eh? <laughs> Some of the trout are catching and release, but this little guy, he's going to find his way into a song for sure. And um, I'm in the middle of, well, I'm, I'm beginning. I've been thinking about it for a while. I feel it coming. I'm, I'm going to be doing another piano album. I did, I actually, look, I, I um, composed the first piece last night to spur the moment and I really enjoyed that and uh, this one is going to be nice I think
So you just let your hands fall there, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't half remind me of a little goldfinch as well. We have these, uh, in New Zealand, there's a lot of beautiful native birds. And um, by the way, I've got to know a lot of beautiful native Australian birds. We're really lucky here. But um, I'm just, just, just walk by the river took me right back to New Zealand. And there's a lot of beautiful native birds. So if I've, t- uh, you know, the old bellbird and uh, tui and uh, fantails, magnificent birds. And uh, there, there are some really nice English ones as well that, that got introduced. And one of my favorite ones is called a, a goldfinch. And you can just hear them on the breeze, and they're just a beautiful little bird. And I was reminded of uh, them today. Uh, an old friend of mine from New Zealand had taken a photo of one. I thought, Goldfinch, hadn't thought of you for a while. Actually, on, on track three, Pahongana, of River Music, if you go there, there's some little high piano pieces that starts off. And I was thinking about the goldfish man up in the poplars that's what i was thinking of <laughs> okay i'm going to take you on another little story here about uh, a walk by the river this one a bit, a bit humorous um as it turned out what happened was it was on the man or two and uh, as a youngster i used to go beside the bridge and across this um this massive farmland massive being a university and the land was pretty much open to fishermen then you could just nip across nice and easily when you could slip between the wires of this fence and away you went as the years went by things became a little more built up and a few more people around so there was a bit of a bigger fence to get through yeah these new zealand farm fences don't get bigger in a bigger height sort of sense unless they're deer fences but it just looked more sturdy and i'm a fence you can get through me if you're lucky, and away you go. So I'd climb over this fence and go fishing. Years went by, and all of a sudden, I, I turned up one night, just as it was getting dark, and uh, I wanted to have a cast, desperate to have a cast, and um, turned up, there was a fence, then a track, then an electric fence, and another fence. Look, mate, this is getting pretty hard, but up for the challenge as always, I decided I'd take it on over the fence, carefully over the next electric fence didn't get zapped wow if you're wondering what an electric fence is it's set up so that uh large animals like cows they might get a bit of a zap off there which doesn't sound too good but once they've done it once boy they don't go near it again and um then the next fence and all of a sudden i was in the long grass and head off down the river and as per usual i spent way too long fishing and night fell it's like one of those cartoons, Warner Brothers. Bang! Night fell. Someone pulled a black blind down. It was black. Speaking of cows, it was blacker than the inside of a cow. And I was only about 400 metres down the river. Pretty much, I mean, this is my stamping ground. Knew it like the back of my hand. No, so I thought. And I started heading back fishing. And it's never completely dark by the water. It's pretty cool to get some starlight. But that night, the the, the river was inky black and you could make out shadows of rocks and it was the darkest night i tell you and i had to find my way back to my car because i had a car at that stage and i went in my head uh, yeah okay it must be just about time to head back through the bush here so i went up up from the riverbank uh, up onto the riverbank rather from the gravel beach i was on and up and going through the trees finding my way and no, i fell into this gigantic well, as I found out later, it was a pit <laughs> that someone had dug there to, well, bury stuff in. And fortunately, there was nothing in there buried yet, apart from maybe me, because I'd fallen in a long way. I look up, 
and it was it took I the hell it was very steep earthy sort of walls and I had to work really hard to really clamber and climb my way out of that ditch and that was funny that was a funny moment I was just I couldn't believe it had happened though got out and I was winded it took me a minute to get it together to actually climb out and I was lucky I didn't break anything so I climbed out no sense in my sense of direction there oh, hang on there's the river right I'll go round the edge of this hole cool and uh, here's a fence cool oh yeah I'll climb over this one and here's a wire oh I found the electric fence and a strange thing happens when you're hanging onto this fence in the dark of night I'm having a good time aren't I your fingers sort of clamp around the wire and it takes a bit of strength when you get an electric shock like this. It's not huge, like you're not getting melted into a, a cinder or anything, but it's a fair zap it's for a cow. And I, oh, I unleashed my fingers. And then I had to play this game of like, you know that game Pick Up Sticks? We have to sort of get in and pull out a stick without... I had to try and get between under this electric wire and I knew from memory there's a couple more wires down there. It was a serious fence. I want to keep people out. Got through it. Saw the silhouette of the bridge where my car was, climbed over the other fence and jumped in the car and <laughs> headed on home. So it ain't always relaxing beside the river, but there you go, there's a little tale for you. The night I found a pit and an electric fence. And I'm, I'm normally a fairly lucky sort of guy. I, you know, I think you make your luck to a degree. Yeah, catch a few trout and I get around nature all right, but that particular night I didn't negotiate the darkness too well at all. And by George, I have just seen the time. I'm out of here. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. I have. I'm going to leave you with a bit of a walk by the river. Thanks so much for tuning in. Looking forward to next week already. If you've enjoyed it, please do leave a favourable review. I would much appreciate that. Maybe go over to www.petepasco.com, see what else I'm up to. I hope you're having a great week. All right, catch you next time. Pete Pasco, signing out. Mm-hmm.